Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Welcome to Four Down Territory. As Stick and Mike take a look at the four biggest stories in Denver sports. Here's Slareth and Evans kicking it off with First Down. Sean Payne immediately coming in and letting us all know what he wants a Bronco to look like. Look, every year in our league, there have been great plans with uh, noble thoughts and, and a lot of enthusiasm that don't have success that happens. But, um, but yeah, dis- discipline, toughness, and, and football makeup and character is going to be real important for who is a Denver Bronco. A lot of coaches say that. But will he really walk the walk in terms of what he wants a Bronco to look like? Oh, yeah, because he'll make the decision on who gets cut and who doesn't. <laughs> you know, like all those things, all those things are true. But I mean, when you think about all the Saints games that you, you've done over the years, uh-huh. is, is that how you would describe the, the typical Saints player? Yeah, I think I think every time I put on the film of the Saints, um, and and here's an here's an interesting thing that I don't think a lot of people understand. Um, if you go through Sean Payton's history, people want to th- are going to sit there and say, you know, it's all about the passing game. It's all about the way they throw the ball. It's all about go back to their Super Bowl winning team. They probably were close to leading the league in rushing. They did it with three running backs. Now. Yeah, yeah. Three different running backs. But Sean is a Bill Parcells disciple. Built from the inside out. And be able to control the line of scrimmage, both lines of scrimmage. And, you know, and there's a philosophy. Like, there are philosophies I've talked to Sean about. Hey, don't, don't, ever get, don't ever get into a shootout on the road. Control tempo. Shorten the game. You know, shrink the game. Run the ball. Um... And he's a big dominate both lines of scrimmage guy. He, he comes from the Bill Parcells tree. That's what Bill Parcells was. So, yes, they had a dynamic passing game. But you go through, and and you'll probably be shocked where they rank just running the ball-wise, temps, and all those things. Second down. Sean Payne immediately endeared himself to Broncos country by making the kind of comment that his predecessors refused to do. So I'm kind of carrying two lunch pails here. Um, I'm picking the Eagles. We never want anyone in our division to win anything, right? The perfect weekend for a Bronco fan is we get a win and the other three lose. Was that so hard? Right. Hell yeah! Nathaniel Hackett, Justin Outen, is it so hard? Read the room. I like everybody. Know your audience. Right. Oh, no, I haven't been around here long enough to get into a rivalry. Well, every game is a rivalry. Come on. Just know your audience and just understand how far you can go by coming on saying, we, right. we don't want anybody in our division to win. Anything. I'm picking the Eagles this week right. because I don't want the Chiefs to win. Hallelujah. Is that so hard? It, Was that so hard? It seems pretty easy. It seems pretty easy. I'm right there. I like. I'm right there with you. I think you're right there with Eagles 100, Chiefs nothing. Right. Pretty simple. 
The best Sunday is when we win and everybody in the division loses. It's a great Sunday. Great Sunday. Not that hard. Not that hard. Third down. Meanwhile, the uh, Nuggets back in action tonight as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Get to see the full Nuggets. Right, not the faux Nuggets, but the full Nuggets. Exactly. These are the full, not faux, with an X. Yes. Nuggets. And that will be uh, another... Another easy win. I wonder if I wonder if the T Wolves will come in and play everybody. Well, they didn't play last night, so they should, in theory, play everybody. But I, I suspect another uh, another Nuggets win tonight. Maybe they turn up their nose at the Nuggets. Oh yeah, you come here oh, yeah. and don't. Fine, fine. We're not playing any of our players. Fine. How fine. do you like it? I'll tell you what. Instead of beating us by ten, you're going to beat us by thirty, and your crowd's going to be bored. Take that. Yeah. Maybe we should just cancel the regular season and just play in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Nuggets go into tonight uh, with a four-and-a-half game lead, four in the all-important loss column, over the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. And um, I saw something yesterday that um, the rest of the way, Memphis would have to go like 21-8. and eight. And all the Nuggets would have to do is go like 16 and 12 the rest of the way to wrap up best record in the West. Well, they should, I mean, that should be a no-brainer, right? As far as I'm concerned, I sit here right, as far yeah. as I can, as far as I sit here right now, it's all about, there's there's only two things to accomplish the rest of the season because they, they are going to finish with the, the number one seed in the West. Home court throughout the playoffs. The road to the NBA Finals will go through Denver, Colorado. The only two things that that I'm interested in seeing. One, what do they do at the trade deadline? I'd like to see them just go out and add two two veteran guys. Give me a good Mm -hmm. veteran um, wing player. Big guard, small forward type. Good with, with defense. A good defensive player. They got plenty of scoring. But somebody who can go out and give you some toughness, play some defense. And also a backup big man, just to kind of monitor Jokic's minutes coming down the stretch. That's it. And well, you don't need to monitor his minutes coming down the stretch. You just don't play him. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you could do that too. Right? I guess you could do that. That's a good point. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's the just, new NBA. Uh, that's right. Why do we need a backup to watch yeah, his minutes? They'll just, just have play. zero minutes. Yeah, he won't play. One, two, three, fourth down. Meanwhile, the Avalanche back at work tonight as they kick off a, a tough little five, six game stretch coming right out of the All Star break. Three on the road. They start tonight in Pittsburgh. Uh, Nathan McKinnon against his good buddy, Sidney Crosby. They were hanging out during All Star weekend in Florida over the weekend. But uh, Avalanche with some work to do right off the bat. They got to get to work. They are not in the playoffs right now. Now, it's one of those things where they're only a, a point. Out of the final wild card spot, they're only a point behind Minnesota uh, for third place in their division. But you, you, you may say, well, it's only a point. No big deal. Well, they've won seven out of their eight. Last eight going into the All-Star break. And they still haven't made up that ground. So even well, winning seven out of some ground. Some ground, but. So who do they have? Pitt, Pitts, uh, on the road, Pittsburgh, Florida, Tampa? Uh, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Florida. Okay. Come home, Tampa. So we get Tampa twice in a week. That's right. awesome. And then at Minnesota and at St. Louis. Hmm. Yeah, it's not easy. But that's what, I mean, listen. They're, this is where you're going to prove it. This is where that uh, 
that little uh, let's let's get together, guys, and uh, have a players only meeting. Okay, you you won seven of eight after that. Can you keep it going after the All Star break? We're about to find out. That'll do it for Four Down Territory, our tour around the Denver sports scene. Up next, Mike Kliss will join us. He got a chance to sit down one-on-one with Sean Payton. What kind of vibe, what kind of observations did he get from his one-on-one visit with Sean Payton? We'll hear from Mike next. Can Sean Payton make the sacrifice? Do we trust Sean Payton to be able to sacrifice his vision of being a number one passing offense to cater to what Russell does best right now? Yes, yes. I think he will be able to watch the tape of last season, watch tape of Russell Wilson in Seattle, and recognize that if I ask this guy to do the same thing that I asked of Drew Brees, I may be asking a guy to do something that's outside of his skill set. Denver Sports, home of Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Well, if you've had somebody come out to your house lately to work on your house, heating, plumbing, cooling, electric, you know that just the dispatch fee, just the cost of them showing up can kind of kick you in the teeth a little bit. Well, TNT Home Services, a proud Green Pro partner, is giving you a great opportunity to make you happy in February by taking advantage of their half-off dispatch fees. They'll come out to your home, diagnose the issue, present solutions for just $49.50. If you're looking to replace equipment, they will come out to provide an estimate at no cost. And as always, second opinions are free. So give my friends at TNT Home Services a call, 720-500-1979, or go to tnthomeservicesco.com. Thing with TNT Home Services, their promise is to perform the best service at an honest price. They are not happy until you're happy. And yes, I endorse TNT Home Services because I use TNT Home Services. They've come out to my home over the last couple years and really helped me out with uh, AC issues, plumbing issues, a couple of electrical panel issues, just the, the incredible peace of mind that they provide. And they'll find that uh, you'll find that out to be the case when you give them a call for whatever your needs may be. Again, 720-500-1979-TNTHomeServicesCO.com. TNT Home Services, we got your six. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bathfitter. Bathfitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC, Twin Peaks presents Schlereth and Evans. Bronco Insider Mike Kliss of Nine News joins us on the Johnson Auto Plaza Hotline. Good morning, Michael. What's going on, guys? Uh, you know, we're just uh, hashing it out and uh, pretty excited about the press conference we saw yesterday. Any uh, just the overall takeaway from the press conference from uh, Sean Payton in the last, as opposed to the last several you've covered? Yes, it uh, it appears the Broncos have themselves a head coach. You know, a, a quality head coach. It, it is different when you have a guy who's comfortable in his own skin up there commanding the room. And he did command the room. I thought even a, even a press room, you know, with the, it was a 12 minute opener, <laughs> which was uh, a little long, but it was also interesting, you know, full of anecdotes and uh, a couple of quips here and there. But, uh, you know, I, I came away impressed that, uh, you know, he is a, a very good NFL head coach with success in his background, and he seems re-energized and ready to roll after he took last year off, basically because of burnout. Um, 
but uh, you know now you're still a little bit Larry, because, you know, because of the team he inherits here. How good is it? And what about Russell Wilson? That's something that uh, you can talk about how you're going to fix it, how you're going to fix him, and what you're going to do to correct him. But it actually has to happen on the field. So um, temper the enthusiasm just a little bit because this team has lost for six years straight now. But uh, I think they do have themselves as good a head coach as they've hired in a long time. Mike, much made of Peyton coming out and saying, hey, Russ isn't going to have personal coaches or, or anybody like that around the building. Not not going to happen on my watch. Uh, have you ever gotten any sense talking to Russ, being around Russ, that this is something that would bother him, that he would be against, or would, would he absolutely, uh, willingly go along with it? You know, the, the personal coaches um – weren't around the last month or so of the season. So that kind of already had happened, by the way, everybody. (laughs) Um, Whose choice choice not to have him there the last month? Well, that I don't know. I'm I'm sure they'll say that that was Russ's choice, but uh, I think maybe he was nudged to, to keep him away. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But the fact is, is that Jake Keeps and 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 Jan, his uh, trainer, who were out there for all the training camp, and you saw them occasionally during the regular season. Now these guys kept their distance. You know, they they weren't out there in the middle of the field. They were back there with us media. You know, kind of behind the ropes, so to speak. And uh, they were just kind of off to the to the distant side from us. Uh, but. Um, you know, they weren't out there the last month of the season. They'll still be doing what they do for Russ. Uh, just, they just won't be inside the building. And that kind of, uh, no one really saw him the last month of the season anyway. So that correction, or if that's the right word, had already uh, been made. But, uh, you know, Sean Payton, I think, uh, did emphasize that, I think what he's trying to emphasize is that, uh, you know, this is, this is a 53-man team, not 52-1. and one. That's the overall message he's sending. And uh, I think Russell Wilson will be good with that. Uh, Russell Wilson's legacy took a hit last year. And uh, how does he get it back to where he was with Seattle? And whatever suggestions the new head coach makes, I'm sure Russell Wilson will fall in line with. Yeah, I love the uh, social media. Let's be about it and not about, you know, the social media posts and all those different things that he talked about. Uh, more anonymous donors, he said, as opposed to, you know, guys out there in the forefront. And, and I think that goes, you know, that goes directly to a, a bunch of guys on this team. Um, how do you think that, how do you think that was received by you? And how do you think it'll be received by Russ and some of the other guys that are known for, uh, you know, let me show you how hard I'm working. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I never, I, I'm always kind of scratch my head when I see all those, uh, videos from players, uh, during the off season that, you know, that, uh, you know, as a reporter, the, the one thing, uh, you know, we've had to become, uh, accustomed to is that the players now can re- report their own stories. And that's been going on for a little bit now. It's, uh, it's only, grown it hasn't uh, diminished in in recent years 
So I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to see how that is. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not sure that message is quite out there yet because he hasn't gathered the team. You know, the team doesn't gather until April, sometime in April. So we'll see how all that plays out during the summer months. But, yeah, you know, uh, I, I think I always think less is more, whether it's Russ or anybody else on social media, if you're a player. Last one for me, Mike. What is George Payton's role, influence, power moving forward now? Well, his job, you know, his task and job and, and it was, is the same. You know, he's still going to be um, putting together the roster and, and making all the transactions and studying film of the number three guards. Um, it's just that. He's going to be working in uh, collaboration with Sean Payton more so uh, than maybe he did before. I think George Payton kind of was the number one authority on building the roster before. Uh, he let Nathaniel Hackett, I, I think uh, maybe George should have stepped in a little bit last year when Nathaniel Hackett was putting together that coaching staff um, because it was so young and inexperienced. And, and I think that was, one reason uh, for Nathaniel Hackett's downfall were some of the inexperience at the position coach level. Uh, that won't be a problem with Sean Payton. Sean Payton will pick his own uh, staff, but uh, George Payton um, maybe didn't have to answer to anyone when he when he signed, you know, the likes of uh, Randy Gregory in the preseason and and drafted Nick Benito. Uh, now when he uh, drafts. Nick Benito and, and signs Randy Gregory, Sean Payton will be right there uh, adding his uh, influence and probably will have, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure George will, will make decisions with uh, Sean Payton's approval going forward. All right, that's, right, that's what I was going for. So ultimately somebody has to have the final say. They can talk about collaboration all they want, but ultimately somebody has to have the final say. And it, it, it sounded to me like Sean Payton has the final say. He, he might, and he, he probably does, although, you know, like he talked about, uh, you know, he worked 16 years with Mickey Loomis as a general manager. And in title and, and, and power, Mickey Loomis had a little bit more than uh, Sean Payton did, believe it or not. But Sean Payton has a way of getting his way. You know, that's, that's pretty evident. He's a strong, he's a strong leader and, and knows what he wants. Um, you know, however you want to slice it, guys. But, uh, you know, Sean Payton is now, let's just say Sean Payton is in charge. It's a new sheriff in town. And we'll see what that means, uh, you know, as he turns around a team. It's still going to take a while, I think, to turn this team around. It was 5-12 and 12 last year. It wasn't 8-9. and nine. It was 5-12. and 12. And uh, see how far he brings them along here in 2023. All right, Michael. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Mike List, 9 News, joining us on the Johnson Auto Plaza Hotline. Brock Hewer joins us. Get his impressions of uh, what Sean Payton will mean for Russell Wilson. But up next, what's trending? Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC. Twin Peaks presents Schlereth and Evans. Here's Schlereth and Evans with what's trending right now. You want Sean Payton? Are you sure? Latavius Murray and Russell Wilson, you want Sean Payton? Latavius Murray 
is one of my former players, and he's played with a number of teams. A super guy. You guys have had a chance to cover him. He's just you know one of those guys you like being around, and and we had a great experience with in New Orleans. And I had gotten a text right at the end of the season. He's like, man, we've got to find a way to get you here. Me and my backfield teammates. So I didn't. When I heard that, I thought of running back. So then I thought, who else is in his backfield? And I'm like, who's your backfield teammate? And then he he sent like the number three. And I said, it was Christmas time. And I said, well, be careful what you're asking Santa for. Oh, 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 yeah. That's like, that's like any Sylvester Stallone character in the 80s and 90s. Be careful what you wish for. Yes. Or Schwarzenegger. Schwartz. <laughs> I'm back. It's Christmas time. Yes. Be careful what you wish for. Get to the chopper. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah. Careful. The new sheriff in town. This is going to be a new operation. Hey, man, I mean, players, I told you this yesterday. Players want to be coached. As long as you know you're heading in a direction to have success, to, to put together championship level, you know, play so your team has a chance to compete at the highest level, um, players will make sacrifices for the coaches. They'll do what's, what's asked or required of them, but the standard has to be high for them, and they have to know what the standard is. Sean Payton was asked, hey, coach, what can we expect this year? What are your goals? What are your expectations? Super Bowl or bust? I don't like making predictions because because I think that there's so much that goes into it. Uh, I think it's realistic for, for our fan base to expect a completely different type of culture. And I think it's realistic for them to expect us to win. Um, now, to what degree? I, I remember the 06 team, and we finished the preseason. We had to play all of our preseason games on the road, I think, because the Superdome wasn't ready. And then we had to open on the road for two weeks. And after the second or third preseason game, we, we'd gotten beaten pretty bad by Dallas. And I, I came into the locker room, and I sat down with Mickey. I said, we're not going to win a game with this team. And uh, we, we ended up winning a lot of games. I love that as well. A new coach would come in and say, hey, you know, our, our goal is to go to the Super Bowl. You know, right. it's, it's and uh, come on, don't don't give me that happy talk. Just I love the fact that he came from a place yesterday of, hey, look, I'm not going to come out here and make grandiose predictions. Broncos country, you'll evaluate us come the season. We got to win football games until then. Let's just go to work. You'll evaluate us when it's time to be evaluated. No need for me to make any big, bold predictions. Let our actions speak for ourselves. Again, that, that's, 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 what a, that's what an adult says. And he that's talk, what we've missed right. around here. And he talked about we have, you, you have the right to have expectations. You have the right to have an expectation, expectation of, of having a winning franchise. Yeah, as fans, you've earned that right. And, you know, ultimately, that's what we're going to try to provide. But, you know, there's a process to it. So I'm going to make predictions. Yeah, I love it. Again, like you said, having an adult coach your football team. It's good. We've, we, we, <laughs> we, we as Broncos country, I'll say we, we, we've had so many expectations, so many promises. Joe Flacco still is in the prime of his career. Case Keesum, uh, Drew Locke. Uh, 
Paxton, Paxton Lynch. Death everything. by inches. Death uh, by inches. Yeah. We had a great Wednesday, Wednesday practice. practice. Yeah, you know, right. we're gonna get, we're and, getting taller. Yay football! Uh, yeah, yeah we're getting exactly. Taller. Oh my god! Yay football! <laughs> so you know what? At this point, Russell freaking Wilson. Right. Right. At this point, just go prove it to us, okay? Let let your actions speak for itself. Let's keep the happy talk to a minimum. Go to work. Keep your head down, and uh, we'll we'll see the results hopefully in the fall. Well, good news if you're hoping for the uh, the uh, uh, Eagles to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, like Sean Payton is. Uh huh. Madden did their simulation, which they do every year. Oh yeah, and they uh, picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, thirty-one to seventeen. Now, before you get too sad, Chiefs Kingdom. Madden doesn't typically get it right. Over the last 11 years, they are 5-6 and six when it comes to uh, predicting the score of the Super Bowl. And they're on a two-game losing streak. Ah, yeah. And having lost four of their last five. The only one that they've gotten right in this stretch was Madden picked Kansas City to beat San Francisco. I'm here. Yeah, so they're batting 500, essentially. About 500, yeah. All right, I'll take that prediction though. That's about what that's about what I think the game's going to be. Really, thirty-one yeah. seventeen. Yeah, you like the Eagles big. Yeah. Well, okay. Spicy. Uh, give me give me a quick quick little summary. Why we can get into this more detail in the week moment. But why do you I like think, the Eagles I, so? I just think they're a better football team. I think the way they run the ball, um, the fact that they can run it inside, they can capture the perimeter. They set up their play action. They've got the quarterback run off of that. I mean, that's the recipe for beating Kansas City. Eliminate the opportunities for Kansas City. Shrink the game. Take them from twelve possessions offensively down to you know eight possessions. Like you've got a you got a legitimate chance to hang some points on them. So that's kind of the way I look at it. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. That'll do it for uh, what's trending up next. Brock Hewitt has been our Russell Wilson. Insider, Oh, yeah. All season long. How does he think Russ will react to a new sheriff in town? That's next. Loosen up those joints and muscles. It's time for your 745 stretch. Here's Schlereth and Evans with the biggest story in Denver sports. Brock Hewitt and Brock and Salk on Seattle Sports 710, our sister station. Seattle joins us courtesy of Elite Sportsbook. Good morning, Brock. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. And the new sheriff in town's got you back on the clock, huh? Yes, uh, and, yes, right. indeed. Right. That's right. Sean Payton comes to town. Mike Evans gets to break on time. That's Mike. right. Maniacal details. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're all about the details now that uh, we got a new coach. What did what, you make of Sean Payton? What did you make of the introductory press conference? Just comfortable in his own skin, <clears throat> you know, and, and something that, that I think the, the previous couple regimes for sure i mean vic vic knew who he was but vic's a defensive coordinator in this league kind of reminded me of tom moore and who the old monty kiffin and and guys that should have been and and those men knew what they were and stayed as coordinators right in in vance and and last year in hackett you have somebody trying to do something they've never done before and you could you could feel the difference between that and yesterday. It was it was a grown man with experience that knows exactly what he wants to do. And I, you know these <laughs> these veteran coaches aren't afraid to send some messages. And clearly, he was sending some messages to his quarterback yesterday. 
how will Russ receive those messages? Yeah, I think Russ, Russ at his core is still an elite competitor. I, I, I don't think he enjoyed this season at all. I'm trying to get him on our show out in Seattle to do like a full, you know, kind of sit down and a full hour. And, and I don't know if he will or not. Just kind of clear the air about a lot of things. I would love for that to happen. Selfishly, I don't think it will professionally because I think he is going to just go to work. And, and as Sean Payton said yesterday, and I think implored him, go to work without telling everybody you're going to work. Just go to work. And then when we come back here in, in March and April, you know, we, we don't need to, we don't need to write down how many Super Bowls we're going to win on our shoes. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Like we, we don't need to do those things. We just got to go out there and let our actions speak. And I think after the season that Russell had, some of the embarrassment of last year, some of the reputation that was tarnished, some, some of the, the jokes on a, on a national level that were made of him. I think he still is an elite competitor. And I'm going to take back what I said last year because it feels pretty silly now. I think my premise was right when I was sitting there having barbecue with, with Stoke and Zach and D-Mac and others at, at the kind of introduction of Russell. And I said, you're going to get the very best Russell this year because he's going to be out to prove, right? He's going to be out to, to cook and, and do everything he wants to do, and he will work his butt off. And some of those things were right. He worked his butt off and he wanted to prove that he could cook. But now he's going to be put back in a position not of, of cooking, but of winning. And I think you felt that yesterday. Um, you, you followed him obviously longer than we have. And, and, you know, you've seen him through the offseason. And I would already say, just based on the social media feeds, that it, it's the the message is clear way before Sean Payton even delivered the message because not that you know I'm following Russell Wilson or Sierra or any of those things you know uh, but you couldn't help but see it it was always constant why not yeah and I haven't seen I haven't I, I literally haven't seen anything true. true no I would I would agree with you and and I think that's a good first uh, first step we'll kind of see because I think if you we always called him off season Russ and it was you know, dad bod Russ. It was fascinating Russ. It was mogul Russ. It was businessman Russ. It was Russ here, Russ there. It's like Carmen Santiago. You know, where in the world is Russ right in Ciara right now? And in, yeah, I, I, you know, I think we'll get a pretty clear indicator here <laughs> over the next month, over the next two months. If there's a whole lot less social media, uh, that guy's listening and he should listen. As I said, last year was, was not good, man. Last year was a Hall of Fame career that came to a, to a pit stop, and he's going to want to step back on that gas. And he clearly wanted Sean Payton. He clearly, Mark, you just said it, I think last segment, players, they do want to be led. They do want to be coached. And Russell was that for the majority of his career in Seattle before it got a little out of whack at the end. And after last season... If any, if that doesn't, if that doesn't teach you in that lesson and that humble pie and that slice of it, well, the whole pie that was served to you doesn't teach you to, to get back in line. Nothing will, but I, I do think he will enjoy being coached and being led by a grown up in the room. All right. Let's get some of the specifics. You're a quarterback. You see the game through a quarterback's eyes. How is, give me some specifics. How is Sean Payton going to fix Russell Wilson, the quarterback? Because he is a tremendous play caller. I mean, he, he, he is on that list, if you ask. All the analysts have covered it. I've been much more of a collegiate guy. Just had a cup of coffee doing the NFL. And by the way, congratulations, Evans. I don't know. Did Stink tell you? 
the news why Brady's waiting one year uh, for broadcasting. He's going to travel with Mark every week next year. Yeah. Tom Brady, and they're going to share hotel rooms, going to be in the booth. He's going to just shadow Mark all season long. So he wanted to work with Well, Mark. Brady says he wants yeah. to learn right. before yes. he gets yes. into the booth, That's and I can right. think of no better person better to, to, learn, to learn from. from. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a good, it's a good call. Just lounging around in our Ritz Carlton bathrobes together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We're still here. Yes, can't wait. Yeah, can't wait for it. But you know, on the collegiate level, Mike, I could give you the five best play callers, right? Ryan Day and Lincoln Riley. You know some of those names yep. of of guys that put a plan together and script and and layer. And you know, we don't just run the ball to run the ball. We run the ball instead of play action. And we're going to use these personnel groups because we're going to attack these matchups. And you know, go back and watch. Some of the great video. Gruden, gosh, I think it was a Monday night game that Gruden had some years ago. And obviously he and Sean are pretty close. And Sean gave him access inside their meetings. Um, I, I, you know, it was produced, so I'm sure it's somewhere online. Go back and find that and watch Sean Baton and Drew Brees and the language they spoke and the depth and the level that they got to of the volume of their offense. And, you know, this isn't, hey, we're going to run these set of plays because, you know, we like these plays or Russell likes these plays or I like these plays. This is what we do. And this is how we're going to layer it. And this is how we're going to put the whole system together and bind it together. And it works. And it worked with Drew, and it worked with Teddy, and we could put a package together to make it work for Taysom, and it's worked for decades, and he knows what he's doing. So from a QB perspective, that too is why Russell, I think, wanted someone that's been there and done it uh, at a high level that, that's going to put him in a, in a position much more for his success rather than a set of plays that Russell wants to cook with. Mm, that is, I mean, that is deep, and it's good, and that's... Tremendous the music so, to your ears. Schlepp. Yeah, that, that's and, exactly what it is because that is what Mike Shanahan did. Yes, right? absolutely. I mean, that was your life experience here in Denver. And frankly, you know those two men I, from afar. I don't know them like you know them, right? You, you've covered mm-hmm. Sean a lot. You played for Mike. Aren't there a ton of parallels or similarities in the makeup of those two and the way they go about it? A ton, and I think one other thing from a personality standpoint, not just a, a understanding and a coaching standpoint, because you're 100% right, and I've talked to a bunch of coaches in this league that say nobody is better using personnel, exploiting matchups, and keeping you on your heels as a defense than Sean Payton. But the biggest, one of the biggest similarities between the two is not only the, the reverence, that, that, that biblical fear, you know, that awesome respect, like it talks about the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. There is that awesome respect for those guys because of what they've done and the knowledge they have about the game. But there's also that little sliver of fear <laughs> that, hey, man, if I don't get my job done correctly, I will be held accountable. There will be consequences. And I think that's an important aspect of this franchise that's been missing that I believe Sean Payton brings back into the walls of Del Valley. You know, I was talking about this with Stoke last week um, after this became official, and I got traded to the Colts uh, when Tony Dungy got there. I was, I think, a fifth rounder, and I sat in the room there, and Payton had been there and and won 12 games and been to playoffs and and was, you know, a, a really good player at that point, a great player, an elite player. But Peyton needed, and Tony Dungy does not, you know, uh, outwardly mark, you know, and and swear and and do some of the things that that maybe, 
I, I think the general populace connects to that kind of fear right away. Mm-hmm. Um, he just carried it with complete and total accountability. And early in that first season, that you know, after a loss on that Monday, and you put up five plays up there, and Tony, it didn't matter if it was Peyton or Stokely or Edrin or who, or a rookie or a special teamer. Like These were the plays. These were the decisions. These were the moments, man, in this league that cost you wins and losses. And you could hear, like, ooh, the trepidation of a lot of the guys on offense. Like, ooh. Because Tom Moore, you know, it, it was his connector. And Tom wouldn't do that. You know, you don't do that. The quarterback's hard. It's the hardest position in the NFL. And, we, you know, we're going to treat him a little differently. Tony didn't. Tony treated Peyton the exact same way. And I do believe that's why they went to a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. And, you know, Peyton's career even took that next step because of that same Call it fear, call it accountability, call it what you want. But we're going to be a bunch of grown men out there about winning. It's awesome. Hey, Brock, man, thanks, right, buddy. Boys. Appreciate you. you. Be well. There he goes, Brock Hewitt of Brock and Salk on Seattle Sports 710. Join us courtesy of Elite Sportsbook. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I I guess I've never understood the, the whole idea that, you know, the play, whenever I hear a player's coach, I'm sorry, when, whenever I hear player's coach, I immediately roll my eyes because I know that that coach isn't going to work. You can't be a player's coach. Yeah, I mean, you yes, you can care about your players. You can want the best for your players. You can reward your players when they do well. But the notion that you got to find in today's world of professional sports a coach that relates to players. What does that mean? Yeah. That, that 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 that's eye rolling stuff to me. I, I and I I look at it more from the standpoint that I'm giving you guys. I'm giving you the athlete. The benefit of the doubt, and I have respect for what you guys do. That I don't think you need to be coddled. I don't. I don't think you need your coach to be your buddy. I, I think you you want to be coached. You want to be coached hard. You want to be coached fairly. Um, but you want somebody who's going to try to get the best out of you. And I, I've I've watched this gong show of of coaches parade through here over the last you know seven years, six years. And it's just, it's been so painfully obvious what has been missing. All you have to do has been lucky enough to, as a fan or somebody who's been in this business to, to, to be around the likes of a Mike Shanahan, a Gary Kubiak, going back a long time, Dan Reeves, to understand that it, it really hasn't changed what works when it comes to how you coach and react and relate with players. And for the first time in a long time, I sat back and listened to Sean Payton and just, I really, I, it was almost like uh, uh, I just kind of exhaled. It's like this, I've had this this whole thing that I've held inside for like six, seven years, and I just was able to just kind of go, finally, we got one of those kind of coaches again. Right. I think that, as I've said before, as a player, you want transparency, honest, you want honesty, You want to be the best player you can be. And if the coach is going to help me to get there, like, great. And, like, I got got an opportunity, Mike. I've had an opportunity. Man, how blessed am I? Um, Coach Dan Cazetta was my collegiate coach. Unbelievable. Great, great coach. But total hard ass. Um, And, you know, I loved him for it. Um, Joe Bugle, same exact way. Jim Hannafin, unbelievable. And then Alex Gibbs, just unreal. But you always knew where you stood. From day one, 
this is what your this is what my expectations are, and I'm going to help you get there. But we're going to be the smartest, toughest group in the NFL, bar none. And if you're not on board, good riddance. Get good or get gone. That's the way we approached everything, and. I, I don't like to, I, I hate it when, well, we got to get a younger guy because they'll connect. No, 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 no. People who know how to connect, connect regardless of age. It has nothing to do with youth. Oh, he's younger, so he'll connect. And no, it's not how it works. It's not how it works. Oh, but he knows all the emojis. I don't care. It's not how it works. If you can communicate. If you can connect with people, you can be, I mean, there's nobody that connects better with the younger generation than Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips, you ask anybody that's played for Wade Phillips. And Wade is not the most dynamic guy in front of a room. That That's where he, he lacks some connectability when it comes to addressing the media and doing all those other things. But boy, I tell you what, when it comes to connecting with his players... He is top notch. And and so you gotta get rid of all the the stupidity of, well, it doesn't translate to the next generation. That's so dumb. That is so that is the dumbest thing. Well, you know, he's a bit older, so who cares? How do how did getting a bunch of first timers, young staff go last year for this Broncos team? Dude, that was an abject disaster. That was your dog taking a giant dump in the middle of your living room on brand new white carpet. That's what that was. Fine guys that can convey the message, they can coach their asses off and can get the best out of their players because their players know that they've got their best interest in heart. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 